What's up, everyone? <laughs> Mark always thinks it's funny when hey, I introduce everybody. the podcast, <laughs> whether I say, hey, everybody, or um, whatever the other things are I say. But this is Sam with uh, MissionMonday.com, and I got up at 6 this morning and drove two hours because that logistically is what works best sometimes if you're going to record a podcast episode um, with your compadre, Mark. Mark, how you doing? Good, Sam. It's good to see you. Thanks for driving. You know, I'm here. I'm in a coffee shop. I'm going to record this. I'm going to go catch up my buddy Nate, ride a mountain bike, and then I'm going to go back home. Saw your bike on the back of your car. Yeah, yeah. It cuts down on my gas mileage, but, you know, what do you do? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Mark, it's been a while since we've been able to sit down and record. no mud season probably yet here in Nebraska. You know? Speaking of a great podcast. Well, thanks. Not really mud season, um, but I've got mud season on my brain. Speaking of Nate, who I'm going to go ride with after we're done here, um... We're negotiating a mud season time. Oh, good, good. We'll see if we can work that out. I'll, I'll let you know when that is, but you'll maybe only get like 12 hours notice. Yep, and then it'll be a walkabout for me. And then it'll be a walkabout, and we'll see what we can make happen. So, but again, back to the podcast. It's been forever. Gosh, I think last time we sat down into a podcast like this, it was with Jay about what they don't teach in principal school. Oh, my gosh, that's been a long time. Um, that's like, gosh, November? Yeah. 2017? That's, yeah, we were at a conference, I think. You were at a conference. I swung by the conference in the hospitality room. But yeah, so, um, but now we're at the end of the school year. And that's all I wanted to talk about this time is we go a million miles an hour all school year long taking care of our teachers, taking care of our students, taking care of our schools and the families, on occasion taking care of ourselves. And now all the students, they're on summer break. They're walking around with uh, tropical snow headed to the swimming pool. Um, parents are trying to figure out what camps they're going to send them to. <laughs> they go, gosh, this is what my kids like all day long. Right, all day. Um, I can't do this. No, they can't. <laughs> uh, teachers are doing whatever they do, whether it's hanging out on a back patio or perhaps doing some schoolwork for a stipend or taking some classes or shuttling their own kids to various camps. And we get a chance to breathe a little bit and go, whew, this was the year. What's up? So, Mark. Yes, yeah, Sam. That's what I want to know. What's on your brain after finishing the school year? What reflections do you have uh-huh. if I'm going to use kind of the cliche question? First of all, I am a little thankful that it's I can get a breather. Yeah. That it's over. <clears throat> but you know what's interesting, Sam? I was just thinking about this the other day. About how we have very interesting jobs because we go through new beginnings and closures every year. Oh, yeah. You know, so like some jobs, they go every day, same job, and it just goes through January through December, and then the next year it's the same, January through December. And there may be some differences, but we literally go through new beginnings Every year. Sometimes we bring in new themes, new concepts, we have new math curriculums, whatever that is, and we go through the year, and then we have to close that year Yes. There's it's just really there's interesting. There's always this huge conclusion with ceremony and tradition that accompanies it, that <coughs> signifies right. Right. we have ended this. Whether it's uh, you're putting on the robes and the tassels, or you know, it's, hey, this is your fifth grade to middle school promotion, or elementary field day and it's yeah it's not that just and you know here's what I will say 
Um, you and I, we've never worked another job outside of education for that full 12 month cycle of years to years to years. Um, you know, the only thing I could say that I got even close is being a farm boy. And that, because that's so seasonal, and gosh, is our school system based on the agrarian calendar? Holy cow, that's another issue to talk about that we're not. So, I mean, I don't, if I was in insurance sales, maybe it would feel like this. There's no way I believe that. No way I believe that. <laughs> right. Well, and then some, in some ways, too, you know, we can almost reinvent ourselves yeah. every year. So it's like if you were going through a year and you're really struggling and things aren't clicking, the next year you can almost reinvent yourself and try something completely different. I mean, you have the opportunity to do that. And you have the opportunity to always try to get better. Now, every job you have the opportunity to get better. Mm-hmm. But ours, with our closure, our closure, reflection time, we really can get ourselves geared up to be that better person. And, and you know, you see teachers do that. It's We've got this break. And for those of you not in education listening to this, gonna let you know but those of you in education already know this that teachers are in their classrooms a lot over summer break that as soon as they roll up on the end they almost look for a physical manifestation of what can I change to renew myself absolutely whether it's this bulletin board's coming down and I'm gonna put this on this other side and I'm gonna use this as this new visual cue and what I'm doing with these desks is not the arrangement I'm gonna have and they go through an actual physical rearrangement that's almost a representation of an intellectual rearrangement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as I'm doing this setup different and in, their, in between their ears it's like and I'm doing this setup different so that it will and they will both be better so yeah yeah it's, it's well and again you're right man teachers I mean there used to be a time to been principal for 10 years, but even when I was a teacher, you know, for 12, there was a time at the end of each year, I had to go through a checkout process with my principal, and there was an actual checkout sheet, right? <laughs> and, and I'd, you know, I'd clean the counters, stack the desks, um, turn in my keys, uh, uh, hand my folders to the next teacher. I mean, there was this big process. And there was like 20 things on this thing. The principal would actually come in and check those things off. I have a story with this. And so <laughs> I was just reflecting on this yesterday when I was walking through. What's today? So, so it was Friday. I was walking through. It was about 4 o'clock. And there was no teachers in the building. And I was kind of laughing to myself about how so many teachers this year said, okay, what do I need to do to check out? Because yes. I hadn't told them yes. we're going to change the checkout process. I said, you're doing it now. I have, I have two because, stories about this. Gone are the days where teachers would check out, disappear for two months, yep. three months, and then all of a sudden just come back. Teachers are in the building all the time. Yeah. I um, My first year teaching, and again, something we mentioned right before we um, started recording this, is you know, you go through that first year and you don't realize how tough it is. And I can remember... First year was tough for me. I mean, for a lot of different reasons. Mostly, I will attribute to overconfidence and not, and having a uh, inaccurate perception of what the job really was based on prior success. But um, get through the last day of school, teacher work day, teacher checkout day. I had no idea there was this teacher checkout thing. You don't go through teacher checkout as a student teacher. As a student, you don't yeah, realize your yeah, teachers are going right. through teacher checkout. And everybody's talking about teacher checkout. 
and again, it was like this list of like 20 things that I had to go down and talk to Jerry, our principal, about, and I couldn't leave till I had them done. And this is so bizarre, but one of them was a grade book. I had to turn to my grade book. I didn't have a grade book because my, <laughs> the guy that was uh, my cooperating teacher, student teacher, said, you're not going to have a grade book. There's people using grade books. We're not going to have grade books in the future. It's all going to be in the computer. And he set me up on this computer program. And this was before anybody was using PowerSchool or Infinite Campus. Nobody had it. That's all I ever did. Right. And Jerry's like, I need your grade book. Because I, I, I don't have a grade book. And I had this panic because I needed summer break so bad. And I thought, he's not going to let me go until I have a grade book. I thought, I'm just going to have to sit here and figure out how, how do I get a grade book? How do I make this happen? And I don't even remember how it got resolved, but there was like palpable panic where I went, uh. but again, I can remember as an elementary principal, um, I had like the previous checkout sheet and I went through and I think I put on there like three things. Are your grades done and submitted? Are you keeping your keys or turning them in? Are you keeping your laptop and turning them in? Sayonara. Right, right. It's just a different, it, it's different mentality. It is. It's so... And teachers are just working all summer. They are. It's crazy. And something else that I got to do this year, well, there's not been a lot of changes at my school. I mean, we've been pretty much the same, same staff for a long time, mm-hmm. but this year we've had uh, uh, retirements, mm-hmm. three retirements. Uh, one person's moving to another school, one person's moving to another town, mm-hmm. and then I've got paras that are taken out for various reasons. So that's nine positions that are, are going to be different. That's a lot of change. Last year I had one. Holy cow. So I got to do what's called the exit interview. And I'd call our HR department and ask, do you have a formal exit interview sheet? No, they don't. Would, would I like them to make one up for me? And I said, no, I, I'll do it myself. But I was excited to ask some questions oh, yeah. about the school for those that are leaving. And, you know, this is your chance to say things maybe you didn't say. Yeah. And it was it was just a really good reflection for them and for myself to listen to those things because I wrote them all down and now I can I can say to myself okay the things that I thought we were doing well mm-hmm. I was right and the things that I kind of knew maybe I should change or we should tweak also right I mean I wasn't really surprised by by anything which which felt good but it was also good to hear people say things that I you know validate what I kind of already knew. So based on that exit interview, um, mostly affirmation or motivation for change? I'd say both. That's good. Definitely both. Yeah. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. The things that we, we are good at, I just want to get even better at those things too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so we're good at these things, but the biggest mistake I can make is say, oh, so I don't need to worry about it anymore and just let that roll. Because I, I did that once before about my fourth year in yeah let it roll for a year and I found that the train was getting off the tracks a little bit because you have to keep intentionally making it work if you got a 98 mile an hour fastball and you have an option to move it up to 102 (laughs) why wouldn't you (laughs) I mean because the problem if you go hey 98 is good enough I got a 98 er and you quit working on it all of a sudden you realize holy cow I'm throwing 92 that's still fast but it ain't 98 right and then people start hitting the ball. I don't even like baseball. It's good at baseball analogy. Yeah, I it's not. I'd bring in a whole golf a, thing right now, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I also think it's interesting that you talk about this um, notion of hey, we 
we have this big closure and this new beginning all the time because I've been thinking that about that a lot. I, and as a superintendent, I feel so much further removed from that. I mean, I still participate in all that stuff. I do a graduation speech. And, uh, I'm there planning as we, of course, start the new school year out in the hallways, all of those things. But one thing, my district is, I don't know that we're unique, but it's not like when I was in Kearney is we have a hard time pinning down this definitive last day. Our elementary finishes a day before our high school does. Hmm. Um, and so then my elementary teachers have two work days, but that last elementary day is half of the final exams for my secondary. And the next day, which is the high school's, the secondary's last day, that's the other half of final exams. But if you have a good enough grade average in attendance, you can get out of final exams. So... We have elementary ending on one day, which won't be the same as the secondary. Um, but I had some secondary students finish the day before the elementary because they kept their grades and attendance up so they didn't have to do any final exams. And then I have some that aren't there the last day of the elementary, but they're the following day because I. So it's like we've yeah, got right. these. We have a rolling slow down momentum finish it's so strange <laughs> right and you know i'm used to this is the last day and so that's odd for me and then also being a soup and on a 12-month contract you know um i walk down to post office every day about 115 grab my mail from the mailbox see denise down there she's like oh man you ready for summer and i'm like to be in the office every day yeah yeah I'm, <laughs> it's like i'm still working sister so, and I don't know that that's good for me. Right. Um, and I really, and I managed to do like my recharge stuff uh, in some capacity. But, boy, I miss having that big ceremonial closure. And I miss that opportunity. And given I still have it in some capacity, uh, I've got all summer to kind of figure out who am I for this next year? What's my classroom going to be for the next year? And then unveiling it, but kicking it off. Here's the launch. I, I, I miss that because even though I obviously have a lot of time to reflect, and one of the things, had a really good evaluation from my board this year, but, you know, and you know I've got my whole it's a good time to be a tiger thing. They want me to rebrand. Oh. And the reason why they want me to rebrand is they said so many people have stolen your motto. Yeah, I, I, it, I've seen it and, in places. And it's not like I came up with it. I'm sure other people had it's a good time to be a bulldog or whatever. But we've really tried to own it. And they feel as though they loved how it made us unique and different. And they go, we want to see what you got next. So I'm like, okay, that's one thing I need to work on over the summer. And I'm excited about that. Right. I'm excited for that opportunity. It's like... How are we going to stick with what we've been doing, and yet I can rebrand? And then um, I've also got to figure out like a $6 million budget. <laughs> so the work doesn't slow down in the other stuff. So I, I think it's – I miss that opportunity. miss that. And so it's weird that you say that because that's been on my brain that I don't have that time like I used to. And the last – three years doing this job hasn't felt as cute as acute but this year feeling it for certain so that's so your goals then to start next year things that you're working on six million dollar budget yeah that's everybody's but 
we can branding talk, for the school. Yeah, branding and for the school. And what about you, Sam Snicker? Oh. Personally. Um, I, I feel like this gets talked about too much, but it's uh, still super important. Um, uh, I still do a lousy job of taking care of myself. Um, and probably worse than I ever have. Um, now nah, there was about a year ago was worse than I ever have, and I'm kind of getting some things figured out. But um, I'm going to mention something else. Um, you guys that listen know, and Mark didn't get to see it, but maybe you get to see the next one. Um, Nate Eklund with Eklund Consulting that I've been doing some collaboration with came down to Nebraska to do this thing called a goat rodeo. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I missed that. That's all right. We're going to do, it sounds like, four more in the fall. Um, so. All in Lincoln? Probably doing three in Lincoln, one in Omaha. Still in our planning phases. Nate, if you listen to this, um, let's keep hyping this. But um, I actually flew up to Minneapolis, where Nate's based out of, and where the Goat Rodeo started, because they did a four-event season up there, and I saw their last one, which was Thad Levine. He is the general manager of the Minnesota Twins, and he's the first external leadership hire they've made since like the early 80s wow um like i think like the street or road that goes by the stadium is called like twins way and that's kind of their motto the twins way this is how we're gonna do things second baseball reference i know it's weird it's weird weird. you know i gotta tell you i actually love baseball i was just got horrible at it (laughs) you know when you're when you play third base and you can't make a throw to first without using the pitcher as a cutoff man baseball just ain't your sport so i've had to let it go but Anyway, so um, Thad was a really interesting guest on this Goat Rodeo leadership um, event that uh, Nate was part of up there. But he had a quote that I wrote down, and then I wrote down a profane statement after it. And the quote was, get 100% of what you need to do in 70% of your time and invest 30% back into yourself. And I texted you about this. Right. And I wrote that down because I think it is so good. And then I was like, you know what my math is? My math is I'm getting 91% of the 100% of things that I need to get done with 68% of my time. And all these, and then investing 48% back in other people and, you know, using 2% of it to sleep and being disappointed in myself 138% of the time so um, and I I think there's some things that I have definitely done better this school year when it comes to taking care of myself and we always get back to that thing and we're so in it as leaders in education that we know if we don't take care of our teachers they can't take care of the kids Right. and but as principals, as superintendents, it's really on you to take care of yourself. Um, as a principal, there's a lot you can do uh, to help out your teachers, and you can listen. You can do those things like those exit interviews, talk about what can I do with my culture and climate. Um, but when you are the guy that's in charge at a building or a district level, you have signed up for a level of self-responsibility that... I am going to take care of myself so that I can take care of these people so they can take care of those people. Um, and that's hard. I, I have 
I, as a principal, year year two, I got it really figured out. It was clicking. I'm still learning process yeah, where I'm at right. right now. And the reason why that's a cliche statement is because, I mean, a lot of cliche statements are, are true. Uh, yeah. You just simplified them. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, cliches work. you got to get that oxygen mask on yourself first, man. That's, is that a baseball reference? I think it's a death plane reference. Death plane? <laughs> I'm going to let you know. Let's say we're, you know, we got a gig lined up in Minnesota, another Minnesota reference, um, in 2019. If we're getting on a plane to go there and it says death plane on the outside <laughs> or like our boarding pass is death plane, we're not going to get on it. No, that's probably we'll, a good idea. We'll get in your Chevy or my Saab, <laughs> right, right. the life car, and we'll use the life car to get there. That's, that's my plan. Oh, oh, I like it. What else you got on your brain for reflections of the school year? If that's all you got, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just, for, for me next year, I, my leadership style is is get out of the way and let teachers do their thing. Yeah. And that has worked. But I think sometimes I get so out of the way that I don't even know what they're doing sometimes. Oh, man, I tell you what. Um, yeah, there's been, is it, because you and I, I think our leadership styles are very different, but I think we both really subscribe to give people the training and the power and the professional development to do well let them know what your expectations are let it happen right and i had multiple circumstances this year where it's like hey this is what i need to have happen i know you got it go do it and then i find out three weeks later it's uh so uh didn't happen, huh? <laughs> huh. I kind of, I told people that would happen. You know, like the people that call me and want to know what's going on, I said, it'll happen. But I knew it wasn't my job, so I talked to you. And then I went, oh, you said it would happen. And it didn't go down that way. All right. Huh. That's a great example. <laughs> it didn't feel too far out of the didn't, way. It didn't feel, well, here's the deal. I didn't think I was too far out of the way. <laughs> didn't feel like it was too far out of the way at all. I felt I was like right beside. <laughs> right. Oh. You just forgot to ask questions along the way. I thought I had. I thought I had asked the right questions. Hey, you know what I think is really funny? I think I just got really excited in our podcast and then we're going to a coffee shop. I think we just chased some ladies away. Yeah, yeah for I feel, sure. I just feel so fine about that. <laughs> so. No, that's, that's all I got, man. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there that we are going to try. And we already have a little bit. We've tried to set it up so that we've got some more Mission Monday. Uh, I think the kids these days are calling it voice content. Yeah, oh, are they? Yeah, I think that's what the kids are that's calling it. That's what they're calling it. The con- VC, huh? Yeah, the VC. Is that a Vietnam reference? <laughs> Not the way I meant okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're looking at making sure. It won't be like our mission stuff all the time because we want you guys to get a break. But we want to make sure that we're getting stuff your way throughout the summer where it's easy for you to listen to, entertaining for you to listen to, and keeps Mission Monday on your brain because if you want to reinvent how you do Mission Monday over your reflection for the school year and launch it new way, we think that's going to be good for you. Thanks all I got. Mark, you got anything else? Good to see you, Sam. Good to see you as well.